Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Comic Chronicle Podcast. I'm your guys' host, Dakota Morgan, coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Today on the show, we have a very fun guest. Richard Dweck is on the show today. Richard has done a lot of books of his own. He's on TMNT. He's done Superman. He's done a lot, a lot of shit. And we talk about a lot this episode. So if you're a creative especially, you're really going to get a kick out of it. And Richard and I talk about you know creation, going forward, and actually doing the writing. If you're a writer, going forward and actually doing the writing instead of just saying you're doing it or going to do it actually going out there and doing it and we talk you know motivation and creativity to say the least you know taking things for granted in a way and all sorts of jazz so hopefully you guys enjoy this episode of the podcast be sure to subscribe on wherever you're listening on because there are a lot of people listening on so many different things anymore uh, apple podcast stitcher spotify comicchronicle.podbean.com or whatever third party app you're using i'm on twitter at dakota morgan 3 instagram at dakota underscore morgan 97 and on twitch if you want to catch me live raw and uncut when i play video games coda rex 97 but if you want to catch all the other stuff i do with dinosaurs science toys and video games and jazz like that dakota morgan on youtube and enough of the stuff promoting though now folks let's get into my talk with richard yep it's like recording richard good man i want to say because i'm a professional and i guess three years of doing this welcome to the show hey thank you for having me dakota oh i gotta say is it's an honor to have you here for one and two you we have been trying to do this for a little bit and you were very gracious <laughs> in order to put the date back, by the way. <laughs> hey, you know, it's, uh, I mean, it's life, right? Like, life life yeah. comes up, there's always something going on. So, yeah, I totally understand. No I bet problem. money, though. I really bet money that you did not expect. You get, you get an email from me, and it's like, oh, okay, we're going to do the show. And then it's like, hey, can we push it back? Because I have to go work with some Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that was that was that was a surprise. Yeah. But uh, but that's pretty that's pretty awesome uh, that you work with uh, with uh, with reptiles or is it like endangered species kind of thing? A like... little bit and such. Um, I work so I work at one of my main jobs is I work at an exotic animal hospital. Um, nice. And as yeah, as a veterinary assistant, so that makes it interesting. And then also when I'm not. There, I'm working at a reptile sanctuary that has endangered, large, small, anacondas, crocodilians, uh, bugs, a little bit of aquatics. I mean, there's anything there you could think, like stuff from Kenya, Argentina and shit. Wow. Cobras, venomous. Um, yeah, so all that sort of stuff. And then I write comic books and do podcasts. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that wasn't enough, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> uh, it's just, just, you know, what is free time anymore? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh but thank you thank you so much for being gracious enough with your time and i hear birds in the back too which is amazing <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sitting in my sitting in my backyard because uh my my uh my my kids are inside and mm. the house is just like super loud we don't have like mm. a huge house so <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that's, that's like fair. This, this is like the quietest place uh around so <laughs> it's i know i get it i mean we're doing audio only because i'm still there's been some moving things in the past couple of months, and I'm still trying to set up my studio, and it's been a whole thing and a half. Let me tell you, you know, when you think you have everything together and you're going straight on, your car tells you no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you ever like, had that happen? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if that happened to me, I've had, like, like actually, like, like two weeks ago, like, uh, well, no, not even two weeks ago. It was, like, more like a week and a half, like, uh we we had like like found out my dishwasher was leaking so oh no it like, it, it like leaked under the floor we had to like tear tear up my entire kitchen floor we're still kind of dealing with that but it's like yeah you know no warning no nothing it was just like you know walking in the kitchen and you're like is it I'm like is the floor squishing like what's going on here oh fuck. <laughs> no. oh no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that'd be my so. you see my first thought would be we have a sinkhole in this house. We need to get the hell out. Like, that, would, that would be my first thought. I've seen the videos. I know what happens. Yeah, not oh, quite that fuck. bad, but but yeah, no. like uh, oh. yeah, it was bad enough that it was just like, oh great, can't believe I have to deal with this now, and it was like a oh, whole God. thing. It's I should have known because my car. People who are listening, by the way, know that we talk about comics every now and then. But these <laughs> <laughs> other show goes, I'm like, let's hey, talk about comics, and then. Yeah. Uh, I had this thing recently where my car, the first the first time, it's been in the shop seven times in the three months. Mm-hmm. And the first time was when my temperature light came on. And I'm, we're just, me and my girlfriend, driving back from Arby's. You know, and I'm like, oh, shit, all right. And then, like, I start, my dad's an engineer and mechanic guy, so he taught me a little bit. And I flew planes before I knew how to drive a car. 
And so I'm feeling it, and then the temperature's going up, and I'm feeling all this stuff. I'm like, <gasps> like, and I pull over. Right, I don't say anything, and I pull over. I had checked the coolant. My engine fan. Long story short, my engine fan gave out. And oh, yeah. Admit, we're in Phoenix, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even at night, you tend to be like, oh fuck. And I and I do, and I do all this stuff for that. I do some cooling things. I barely make it back, and I come to find out my car almost exploded. <laughs> oh my god! And it was wow. like, oh shit! And so we did uh, did a few little uh, fixer uppers, took it to the shop, and then it was like, oh, the AC fan went out. Oh, your temperature gauge gave out. Oh, your tire is about to fall off. And it's like, I yeah. fixed my car. What the hell? It was one <laughs> thing after another, and then oh, you, you try to put gas in, and whenever you, I put gas in. And I turn my ignition, and then it, my car would just not start. Mm. Only when I put gas in. That's weird. Yeah, it was a whole, yeah. was a whole gas part I had no idea existed. So, studio's been taking some time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can imagine. Oh, oh, boy. But yeah, so I mean, you obviously though I think are pretty busy too, to say the least here, especially with comics wise. It seems like. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I got uh, I, have, I have a day job that I work. I work in uh, advertising and stuff, and that takes some oh, time. Shit. Got the kids, and I got the comics, and the comics are getting busier. So, uh, you know, definitely like go, going to sleep later some nights and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> I know but what I you would, mean by you know, later, one a.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like complain because uh, I'm really happy with how things have been going. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. you're dealing with the same amount of craziness. It's just more homely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got your own animals in a way to deal with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not too bad. I mean, it, it seems like a whole balancing act. So, like, people say I'm crazy, but people like yourself who have the day job and have a family with kids and such like that and still doing comics, to me, you guys are the real MVPs. Because <laughs> it, they, you have another human. You have like I don't know how many kids you have. But you say kids, so I'm guessing more than one. Yeah, I got I got two. Oh my god, so, I don't know. Like, yeah. my dad could barely handle his life. He couldn't, and he was trying to do build RC cars, and as a hobby, mm-hmm. and he couldn't even handle it with us growing up. I mean, how do you <laughs> balance all that shit? Like, how? Well, you know, like yes, it's kind of like sleep gets sacrificed a lot. Um, mm. But I, <laughs> I think it's like kind of you know what it comes down to for me is just sort of like. Uh, making maximum use of of the free time that I do have. So it's like, if I know I'm going to have like an hour or two, Mm -hmm. like I could spend that watching TV or playing a video game, or I could spend it uh, like writing and working on my own stuff. And believe me, there's plenty of times where I'm just like, I don't have it in me and I'm just, I just want to watch like, you know, um, Loki or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, I get uh, it. Oh, I get it. Like there's like, tons of days like that but you know but it's also just sort of like you know just kind of like okay well i got like you know 10 minutes here five minutes there and also always just sort of like i I guess i kind of developed the skill of just never kind of turning my brain off as far as like thinking goes Mm. so it's like so it's always like kind of like in my head like like the things i like the projects i'm working on so it's like i can if I can work it out in my head and then maybe like jot down a note or something. And then, then when I do have the time, it's like, kind of like I'm ahead of the game, you know, like I can get like right into it without having to like, um, you know, sit and stare at the blank screen for, for an hour before I can like, you know, get into it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think it's it that thing that people, people are like, Oh, you got to have a schedule. It's like, yeah, but we can schedule the time out. But I think it's about that mental schedule too. Almost. Yeah. Enough. Like if you you can make the time, but then if your your head's in a way different place, something happened to one of the kids, be like, it's my writing time. The fuck yeah. are you gonna do? Or like if I come home from work and it's been like a day of I don't mean to get dark, but this is like some some days we'll have like six euthanasias at work. It's just like okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be able to come home and write any comic books. Like yeah. there's no way in hell I can try. But there'll be I'll I'll look back at the scripts or my boss will be like SGJS comics and we'll be like, yo, are you okay? <laughs> like are you good? Like, yeah, it's that mental scheduling. I think people need to people don't ever talk about it, but I think it's something that needs to be out there. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like one of those things like where like the kind of um, like the things that like like advice people like trot out or whatever. It's, it, and like the, the super basic one is like, oh, you should if you want to be a writer, you have to write every day. And it's like, no, you know, I, I don't believe in that because there's just some days where things are crazy there's some days where I just don't have it in me 
And it's like, and if, if that was like my rule, I would be like beating myself up so much because I would feel like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hit my goal today. I didn't, I didn't write, you know, it's like, it's not about that. It's about like writing, like when you can, it's about like making it a priority, you know, it's like, okay, so like, maybe I'm not gonna like, um, maybe I'm not gonna like finish that level of, of, of spider-man on my ps4 or whatever you know what no. I mean? <laughs> or, yeah. or may, maybe yeah. maybe maybe i'm not gonna like uh you know go you know be, be like completely up to date with like all the shows i like or whatever you know but it's like you know it can like fill it in like another it's just about kind of like prioritizing your life and it's like if if the writing part is important then it's like you, you know you just find find ways to make time for it Exactly. But like the whole the whole thing of like, you know, you must write every day. It's like, no, you know, like we're not like people aren't machines. It's not, you know, shit happens and you got to yeah. deal with it. Exactly. Exactly. I've I've had a, I've had long arguments. I say quote, quote unquote arguments with friends of mine, too, who are writers in film. And I, they're like, oh, I write every day. And I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? Like, what do you, yeah. I, do you really, I don't know. Can you, can record this? Yeah. Because I think it's like good, good for you. Good for yeah. you. Can, but like, I can't. So yeah, but then there are the people who also have kids too, or they have like a mm-hmm. bunch of pets. And I'm like, you're full of it. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> There's not like, and I get it too. Like recently I've re- like, I've always been a huge fan and I've played plenty of times, but I've done different. I've, my mental therapy has been diving back in the fallout. In either mm-hmm. one of the games, and then New Vegas glitched the other day, so I've been dealing with that. But then, like, I'm just redoing Fallout. It's like, well, you're like, yeah. you gonna do some writing? Like, no, no, no. It's been a long day. I'm gonna crack open a beer. Not your father's root beer. Fuck it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Thank friend. Support the podcast. And <laughs> this is <supposed laughs> Fallout. You know, like it's it's a thing like that. And yeah, and you it, gotta like kind of mentally like you know decompress sometimes, and it's yeah. like. You know, that's just how it is. Oh, yeah. And artists out there listening, too, because we got plenty of those who listen to the show. You mm-hmm. guys are in the same boat. Very much the same boat. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Art is like, like you know, as hard as writing can be sometimes art, doing art, especially for comics, is like 10 times harder. It's oh, like, God, you know. Yeah. That's magic I mean, like, to me. Like, if I write, like, so-and-so is walking through a crowd that takes me, like, five minutes it's like you know for the artist to draw it it's like you know they're probably like cursing me like why is he walking in a crowd yeah can't everybody just be alone like (laughs) you'd have him walking down an alleyway or some shit jesus yeah (laughs) Uh, i do you do you ever get this way and i there's some people who say no because this is the artist's job that i've talked to and some friends of mine who feel that way too but i'm like hmm i always feel kind of guilty and i think it's a thing as a writer tell me how you feel about this is you almost feel guilty sometimes. We're like, this is it fits the storyline so well. It's an epic scene. It's really cool, and it's really fun to write. But then you're thinking, and you're like, fuck, I I don't know if I want to kill my artist. Like, but I, like, and I don't know, like, mm, like, you, did he send that message or something? Like, hey, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I've done that before. Where it's like, like you know, like, look, this is like, like crazy ambitious like what i'm what i'm I'm thinking of and you know i want to hear your thoughts about it and like you know nine times out of ten it's like yeah let me see what i can come up with and you know they go do their thing but i definitely like you know i like to view it as like a collaboration so it's like if if i'm like gonna be you know uh asking somebody to like do something even you know not even doesn't even necessarily have to be something crazy it's like it's like i'm always like looking to kind of be in in close touch with uh with artists i work with and and uh just talk about you know what they're doing and and you know like if they have any kind of questions or things we need to like work through or like um you know maybe i wrote like something in the script but then that like they're laying it out and like like oh well what if we what if i did this and it could be cooler like you know i I love Mm. i love having those discussions because you know, 99% of the time it winds up making uh, the book better. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's a collaboration. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's such a, I mean, it's such a collaboration. Like, and if you don't, like, every now and then I'll be like, hey, how's it going? So my artist, uh, Paul, and I'll be like, hey, how's it going? And such like that. Do you have any questions about anything? Or, hey, how do you feel about this? If you want to change some things, you can. Like, it's a mm-hmm. whole thing that I have, especially when I think, I don't know. I mean, you've you've done your own series before, too, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, I've done a few, yeah. actually, yeah. Uh, 
when you're kind of uh, creating characters in a sense, that's my favorite part, I think, especially when you start mm-hmm. a new series. How do you feel about that? Because to me, creating characters with your artist is the best. I don't know oh, why, yeah. but creating that character is awesome. No, it's amazing because it's like you have a, you have like a picture in your head of like what the character looks like. And then to kind of see that picture in your head come to life, it's like it feels like magic. It's like, yes. you know, it's like there's just something like, like so cool about like, um, like even if it's not like, you know, exactly what you pictured in your head, it's like like, a, like most of the time it like it winds up being better than what you pictured, you know, but mm-hmm. like there's just it's like something so cool about like. It's almost like, um, like a a weird metaphor, like, like, let's say you were like, kind of like, uh, corresponding with somebody or like emailing with them and like, you've never met them. And then like, then like, then you, you, you see them and like, and you meet them and you put a face to the name and it's like, yes, that's what you look like, you know? Oh my God. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like a weird, weird kind of thing like that. And the best thing is always like, "Hey, how can I make it better to you?" And you're like, "Yeah, I'm, you can't." Like, <laughs> yeah. And the artist, like, I've I've had it plenty of times with Paul. Is he's like, he's like, "Wow, well, I feel like we can make it better." I'm like, no, you can't. It's great. Like, but it's like maybe then later on, you're like maybe, but no, nah, not really. <laughs> I, I mean, some, sometimes it takes a little while to nail. Like, yeah. like I had this series, um, Wailing Blade that I did with um my friend Joe Mulvey. Great series. And like, uh, what? Oh, great thanks. series. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, like, for the main the main character, the, he- the head taker, like, he sketched, like, you know, probably, like, 20 different looks. Oh, and, like, uh, and it was, like, you know, we were just kind of working together. Like, it's like, oh, okay, well, like, yeah, that that's cool. I like that, you know, what you did on the arm there. But I like what you did on the on the leg on that one. And, and it was just, like, kind of a process, you know. And then like that happens sometimes and other times it's like yeah like it's just like lightning like like it's like perfect but hey folks dakota here with a little bit of an ad break but this is one you definitely want to listen to if you guys are comic fan which you are if you're listening to the show you guys like comics and you like reading them in person let me tell you go to drawn the comics in glendale arizona this is not just a hype thing for this ad let me tell you I've been going there for years. I've had Cam Brown on the show all the time. Such a good guy. It's such a good community. Everyone who works there, they know you. They, you get your box number. You get your thing. You get all you need to do there. You get your collectible toys, car, whatever it may be. Comics, it's all there for you guys. That's Drawn the Comics in Glendale, Arizona. Here's the address, 5801 West Glendale Avenue, Glendale, Arizona, in downtown Glendale. And if you guys want to visit them, you can visit them, drawntocomics.com, or find them on social media and the number 623 I know you give them a call definitely guys I love going to the store and this is not a fucking lie I love going it's so amazing thanks everyone and hopefully you guys check them out if you're in Arizona or maybe passing through remember guys draw on the comics go check it out for your books reading books in person is so much better than digital but I love digital too so it's a little bit of a toss up support brick and mortar companies we definitely need you to thanks everyone and now without further ado I'm going to take it back to future me but yeah, like that's it. a that's a that's a great great part of the process is uh, like design like the kind of I guess you call it like the design phase or, or concept phase or whatever you know like with characters with like mm-hmm. settings you know like you know if you're doing like a like a science fiction book or something like you know what mm-hmm. let's just say like it's set on a spaceship or whatever like when you see like what the spaceship's going to look like or you know stuff like that it's it's great. I think it's because we, as anybody who gets in com- in, in the comics business, is we love to create in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, not in a way. We just love to create. So I think, and especially when you're together creating with people, when you're by yourself and you create, it's one thing. But when you're with people and you're creating and everyone, the gears are all turning each other, you guys are all working together, it's, it's a thing where you're like, this is great. And it, it really yeah. gives you a sense of purpose. It gives you a sense of happiness in a way, too, because you're creating something and you know people are going to look at it and they're going to enjoy it, too, or yeah. they're going to hate it and then tweet at you later about it. But <laughs> the fucking way. But there's that. And then it's just a thing and a half. We're like, this is great. I mean, that's I loved writer rooms back in the day before COVID when I worked a lot in film. You know, I'd love to go to a mm-hmm. writer's room when we're working on scripts or shit like that or when you're building something, no matter what it is, like I was writing comic books at a time. And then I was also doing stuff in film where 
building World War One costumes for a movie. That was awesome. You know, I was. Yeah. It's a thing to see it come to life, I think, in a way, or even just the process of creation is. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. It's it's hard to put in yeah. words. I write a lot of comic books, but it's hard to put in words in a way. Yeah, I mean, like when you when you're doing it like alone, like you know, you don't know whether it's like really good or if it's just like yeah. kind of you think it's good. And there's nothing wrong with like something that like you think is cool and but everybody else, you know, does not think is cool. <laughs> but there is just sort of something like exciting when when you say like, I had this cool idea. And someone else says that is a cool idea. You know, mm -hmm. it's like um, it, it's just like it, I don't know if it's like the validation or whatever, but it's just sort of like, you know, not um, like that. One of the great things about like doing like creation, like collaboratively, like you do in comic books and film is it's like you have like kind of uh, a lot of people coming together and like mm -hmm. sort of, you know, it's it's like uh, everybody just sort of builds on what everybody else is doing, so it's great. Man, I think we're kind of lucky <laughs> in a way, or because mm -hmm. it's like we, I mean, it's just a lot of things. People always tell me to like, oh, you guys must take it for granted all the time. Like, no, we don't. Like, we we know how lucky we yeah. are. Anybody in this, even people who are working for comic books and, and like making their own thing and putting it on Kickstarter and it gets back like crazy. Like, it, people are like, oh, they must have just got lucky like well no they work hard and you know they get to create now and it gets to reach people like yeah you can never take it for granted I, there's very few people who i know that have i very few i can maybe think of two yeah. off the top of my head and that's it and those people i don't even think are around anymore so there you go but yeah it's yeah it's, no i don't think anybody really takes it for granted because it's a lot of work even mm -hmm. like you know like even a comic that like maybe uh like let's say it's like doesn't doesn't read the best or doesn't like look the best or whatever like like i kind of just give people the benefit of the doubt and and just you know it's like they did the best that they could and it's a lot of hard work even if it's not something that's my taste or, or something that like i don't you know think is great it's like there's still a lot of work went into it like nobody like just goes out and says like yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do a piece of crap and and waste all this time and 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 mm. and effort. You know, it's like everybody's, you know. I mean, you know, again, like there's probably like one or two examples of people I can think, but you know, um, again, like I'd say like 90% of the people out there, 99% are like you know giving it their all. So, yeah. well, we're yeah. always working too. That's the yeah. thing. Like you you can't take it for granted because you're always fucking working, especially those those people who run their own stuff. Or, you yeah. know, or indie book guys. In, I think indie book guys, we work the hardest. Like Marvel DC folks oh, are yeah. like a son of a bitch. But, like. Well, it's I, a different kind of, it's a different kind of work. It's like. Yeah. yeah. It's it's impossible to, it's impossible to, like, kind of, you know, mail it in. Or, or like, yeah. uh, impossible to kind of get around the work, get around yeah. doing the work, you know. Promoting your you own stuff online, you know, it's it's yeah. You don't have the whole promotion of Warner Brothers in DC to bad to like. Here's my book. Yeah, exactly. It's like you have to you have to do like 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 five or six jobs. That, yeah. You know, whereas like if you're if you're doing like a Marvel or DC thing, it's like you just got your one job. You're you're the writer. You got to write about it. You know, and mm -hmm. it's like and even if you even if you never you know even if you never tweeted about it, you know that like DC is going to be tweeting about it or, or, or whatever, you know, it's like, exactly. So exactly. I mean, you've done yeah. some Marvel and DC shit too, though. Yeah. Very, you know, very little right at this point, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I've done, I did a, um, just did a Superman story for, um, Superman red and blue. Mm -hmm. I've done uh, TMNT stuff, uh, for IDW um still cracking that marvel nut but you know we'll see what happens like next yeah. year or something hey but, you, never, uh, know. you yeah. never know i mean people have gotten jobs from this podcast before i'm not even yeah. shitting you a buddy of mine a buddy of mine andy poon he, he was on the podcast once he's a concept he helps design the suits and create them for the scw shows he's like oh i want to mm -hmm. work on batman i want to work on batman the episode came out two months later i i somebody he's like he, he sent me a message he's like I get to work on Batwoman now. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I said I, I put it out in the ether and I don't know who listened to it or what. But the next time I know, I get a call. Uh -huh. saying, hey, we heard you want to work on Batman. <laughs> and you're like, 
And I'm like, oh, you son of a That's bitch. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm like, meanwhile, That's I'm amazing. Saying, right? Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People at no, you never do. I mean, like, the Superman thing kind of came about, like, uh, I, I, uh, the guy who was editing, um, the Superman line at DC, um, his name, he, he recently left the position, but his name is Jamie Rich and, uh, he's a great editor. Uh, but I first got in touch with him when he was running Vertigo because I wanted to try to do a creator own book of Vertigo, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is of Vertigo, but I wanted to do like an original series there. Uh, and I pitched him a bunch of stuff and nothing really ever came of it, but we stayed in touch, you know, and, and then like when I, uh, heard he got that, the Superman job, I just sort of was like sent him an email just saying like, Hey, congrats, man. That's awesome. You know, I love Superman. So if you ever need anything, you know, I have, I have a couple of ideas and lo and behold, like even then still took a, like, you know, still a few months, but he was just like, Hey, what's your Superman idea? And, and there, there we go. You know, so it's like just totally like, you know, it happens not at like a random, speed. but not, yeah. not, yeah, it's, it's not like I was expecting it. Like it wasn't like, no. it was like, okay, well, Superman job is going to come through 2021. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I had no idea. So no one ever does when you get those phone calls though. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, shit, I'll tell you what, if you, people would have said, oh, you know, because. I mean, like with all the work we mentioned before, the work I do in wildlife, like that was going to be my later on jobs I wanted to get into. Like after doing years of stuff in film and comic books, 2020 happened. That was a bitch. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> well, everything's put on hold for a while. So let's go to wildlife. And, you know, who would have thought? And then yeah. seven comic book series now, like people, I became a comic book writer because of this podcast because I had on a guy who was running a new indie company starting up, SGGS Comics. And next thing you know, Pitch them an idea because, like, hey, I got an idea for it. Fuck it. And then I have yeah. seven books now. Like, it's it's great. Yeah, like, it's a thing that you never know when it's going to happen, but when it does. And when that first domino falls, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's definitely, it's it's weird. It's like almost like, uh, like you, you kind of, people see you're doing work and they, and they like it. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like, it's more just like kind of like, oh, wow, okay, so this guy or gal knows what they're doing so um i want to work with them it's like yeah you know i I, like i run into a lot of people like conventions and stuff where it's like um i remember one guy i I was like walking his new york comic-con and uh new york comic-con he he kind of at the time it, it was all the way on the i mean it still is all the way on the uh on the west side of manhattan and and you can take the train there now but uh, this year, that year that I'm talking about, you basically had to train to, uh, I think, like 8th Avenue and walk over. There was, like, kind of oh, no shit. other way to do it unless you wanted to take a cab or something. But whatever, you know, it's, like, you know, nice weather. is like, so I was just walking over, and, and I kind of struck up a conversation with a guy, and he, like, heard I was a writer. And he's, like, and he's like oh, like, I, I have a lot of ideas, too. Like I, like, I think DC totally screwed up Flashpoint. And I could write it much better. Like, uh, do you think I should go talk to them? Like, you know, maybe I, you know, I could like fix it for them. And I'm like, you know, good luck. Uh, you know, uh, you, you're yeah. going you're gonna to have like a tough time uh, because, you know, everybody has ideas about like what they, you know, think could be cool or whatever. But having ideas isn't really the job. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. the job is like, is like, uh, actually making making the comics so it's like you know you gotta really like when you start doing it even if it's like like say like some self-published short story that you did you know not not didn't sell great or whatever you know what i mean like, like just something you just did yeah. just having something that's like done you're already ahead of like 90% of the people that want to do the job because most people they just think like wouldn't it be cool wouldn't it be cool I have this cool idea and then they don't do anything with it oh, but like once yeah. once once you start doing stuff with it that's when you really start seeing kind of the results because somebody will read it and they'll be like oh this is kind of cool I like this and then they're just more open to you know um, more open to talking to you they kind of see you in a different light you're not one of these people who wants to you know tell everybody what 
what's wrong with, uh, you know, what's wrong with what's wrong with the comics you're putting out. Yeah. It's like this, this, this is somebody who like has ideas and, you know, and is like executing them and stuff like that. So, so I think like making stuff is, is probably like the number one thing you can do. Yeah. I think that there's a quote out there and I don't remember who it was from. They said 50% of writers don't ever write because right. they're like, I want to <laughs> write this. And it's like, you never do. And it's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm, Oh, sorry. No, I was saying. I was saying you're right. Like it's yeah. it's so true. It's insane how true it is, and people don't ever realize that. If you sit down and think about it, how many times you heard, oh, "I'm gonna write this," "I'm gonna write that," "Oh, I have this idea," well, then do it. Like, yeah. I mean, I get, I get it. it it's hard. Yeah. Like I, I spent years and years like thinking, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write an awesome uh, novel, uh, like a like a fantasy novel, and it's gonna be one of these like epic like lord of the rings things like i have like you know ideas for days and like i would i would start and get to around like you know three or four chapters in and then just lose steam and i couldn't couldn't get over the hump you know what i mean and it wasn't even really good like the stuff i was writing so it's like you know it's hard and you got to do it a lot and it's like you got to do it when you when you hate doing it you got to do it when you you know like inspiration is not always going to flow, but it's like the, the the doing it is like what what gets you there because exactly like, yeah. And the fact is, you started that novel at least. It, uh, most people yeah. be like, I want to write this, and they never do. So it, you at least yeah. took initiative and did it. You know, yeah. like I remember when I before like a couple years ago before any before writing comic books, well, I was like as a job, I was like, yeah, I want to write something, and I did. I have like I think I have like. The first draft binder somewhere in in my uh, in my room. There's a binder full of all this like shitty concept art I did online because I'm not an artist at all. I'll make that clear. And you know all like <laughs> these character designs and names and storylines stuff like that. Like I made the book Young Power, the first one. There's a first binder draft of that shit, and I actually made it. And so it was like, did it go anywhere? Yeah, it took a couple years, and I could say, hey, here's this. You know, it goes back to what we we're talking about. You do it because if you do it and yeah. complete it, even if you just have something, maybe it'll take a couple years to marinate. But when it finally comes out of the oven, you're gonna be, oh my god, this is great. Yeah. And like you know, it, I, and I think the way to kind of like you know, I think if you're like a, a starting writer and and something like you know doing work at Marvel or DC or doing work. I have a friend who, uh... Hey folks, Dakota here, giving you guys a little bit of an ad break. But something really, really cool though, I swear to God. Um, I have a new store, to say the least here, and it's called DakotaMorgan.store. It's a new Teespring store that we have going on here where if you like this show, we have the the uh, Man of Steel-esque logo, to say the least here, the Comic Chronicle podcast logo on some shirts, some mugs, some tote bags, but we also have some really other cool stuff on the Teespring store. That is, of course, we have video games, our therapy, design, like a little digital heart logo that we have on there, Blockbuster Kid, a little riff on the Blockbuster logo on there, show that you're a Blockbuster Kid with the Blockbuster Kid logo shirt. We also have fun designs on there that are dinosaur-esque. Well, they're dinosaurs, but mixed with modern animals, such as our Tricera cow, and the Oviraptor mixed with a blue and yellow macaw, to say the least, here, with a little bit of tropical flowers with it, and much more stuff on there. Of course, you guys can get all these designs on mugs, travel mugs, stickers, tote bags, t-shirts, and I think a little bit more, too, but you guys are going to have to check that out here. That is dakotamorgan.store. And it'll take you straight to the Teespring store. And, of course, they are very affordable for you guys because I know times are tough. So they are definitely affordable for all those nerd fans out there. But wear your freak flag high, whether it's with comics, video games, a throwback to good times, or better times, to say the least, or Paleo with some dinosaurs. And that would make things pretty cute. Of course, so we have women and men shirts available as well, too. Thanks, everybody. You all rock. Remember, DakotaMorgan.store. Now, back to the show. Cool. And uh, he's like, he was like the hugest Power Rangers fan, and all he really wanted, you know, like wanted to write like a Power Rangers comic. So it's like he started putting out his own indie comics, and and he just did his first Power Rangers gig, you know. It was, so it's like a dream come true for him because that's like his like, you know, 
like the second I met him, he was like, the, there's like, you know, two or three dream things that I want to work on in Power Rangers. It's one of them. And, nice. and it's really, yeah, no, it's, it's awesome for him. And like, you know, what it really just sort of came down to was he like figured out who the, who's editing the Power Rangers books and just sent them his stuff, you know, and, uh, sent them, uh, his stuff and, and they read it and, and liked it. And then it was sort of just like a matter of time of like finding like the right project that they could like slot him in on, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it's like, if you, if he hadn't been writing and he hadn't been, you know, kind of doing his own own thing, then there's nothing, there's nothing for them to read and, and know that like, okay, this is like a, a person that I want to work with. Cause, cause like really, I think like what you have to look at it, like, is it's like when you, when you're publishing your own stuff, you get to do whatever you want because you're, you know, you're, you're the one paying for it. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you're, if you want to go work for DC, it's like, they're going to be paying you number one, but they're also going to be paying an artist. They're going to be yeah. paying a colorist, a letterer. They're going to pay for the printing. They are paying the salaries of people who are doing the marketing and, and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, when you're asking to work with them, you're really asking for them to sort of like take a chance on you that all the money that they invest in the project, they're, they're going to, they're going to make back and they're going to make some money on top of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you don't have work to back that up, it's like, you're, you're just asking them to take your word for it. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be pretty persuasive. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but you but really like, got to go to words. <laughs> Yeah, you got like got to be like able to like you know like a used sell used cars or something. I don't know, like like that yeah. level of like. Uh, I don't even think that would work, know. Richard. I don't think yeah. that would work at all. <laughs> Probably not. Gotta, I think you got to be like political persuasive almost. Yeah. Oh fuck. But like uh. yeah, you know, so it's it's really kind of a bit like your your body of work is really kind of like your um. It's like your calling card or, or yep. like your, your portfolio or whatever. Yeah, it's it, your just, it just card. sort of proves. Yeah, it proves that you're not like you're not you're not bullshitting. You know, you you're, you you can do you can do the job that you're asking them to let you do. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, well, talking about dream stuff, though, uh, do you have any dream series you want to work? I mean, shit, you worked on Superman. I, yeah, I mean, that's what that's what am I? But like, do you have any? No dreams? lie, that 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 was a dream. That was like that was. I never never thought I would I would I would do. Yeah, like I love Superman. Like it all goes back to like seeing the, you know, Christopher Reeve movie as a kid and just like being kind of enchanted with like that idea of Superman. But uh, but yeah, that was like a dream a dream character, and it was amazing that that was like you know kind of the first DC character I ever wrote. But yeah, I, I definitely have dream character i'd love to write like uh you know if anyone out there is listening uh, <laughs> yeah. i would love to do uh ghost rider i would love to Ooh. do um i would i have like a really cool story that i would love to do uh involving uh Sabretooth, the, the wolverine oh, villain shit. okay um yeah i don't know why it's just like one of those things where it's like you know you kind of an idea gets in your head and you can't get it out but um major Sabretooth fan. I like a lot of the X films actually. I like Juggernaut a lot. I like um uh I don't know, kind of like I guess the darker side of of the X Men universe. But you have some good taste, sir. <laughs> you have some good taste. Yeah. Um yeah, I'd love to love to love to work on that. Um Batman would love to do, do something with like in the in you know kind of like the Bat universe. Yeah. I love I love uh Red Hood. Oh, um yeah. He's one of my uh, one of my faves. He'll be um, making a comeback pretty soon too. Yeah, I know. And yeah. he's going to be on the TV show too, so it's yeah. pretty crazy. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, like there's a lot of um, a lot of characters out there, uh, you know, that I think I could uh, like do some fun stuff with. I have like this kind of like horror themed like Punisher idea I would love to do, but that's probably. I think like everybody has a Punisher idea, so it's probably a pretty hard book to Valid. get. But <laughs> yeah, and I can see. See, you're you're aiming for some good characters, though. Mine, well, yeah. mine are they're 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 pretty good characters. You have some really good taste. I appreciate that. But it, it's 
no one's ever said Sabretooth on the show. I think you're like the first person that ever mentioned like Sabretooth at all. That's great. <laughs> so I'm with you. I love <laughs> I love the X-Men villains. And I, I think Sabretooth is underrated. I think it deserves more. But yeah. Oh, we could do this Sabretooth series. Oh, that'd be, oh, okay. Marvel, if you're listening. Anybody? I know people at Marvel are listening. But uh, the thing with, oh, I have like a good Green Lantern story. Mm-hmm. I think about and Flash. I though those two come to mind off the top of my head that I have some stories for. Uh part of me wants to do you remember Gotham Central? Yeah, yeah. Gotham yeah. that was a great series. And a great like kind of like way in at like doing like Batman vibe without like necessarily centering it on Batman. Exactly. Which I think is awesome. I yeah. really want to do the Metropolis version of that. I think oh, it nice. That's perfect. a cool idea. Yeah. I mean, like, you you got cops going against aliens, metahumans, mm-hmm. like, crazy in there, too. I mean, I have the storyline written up, because I was like, one, one year from a couple years ago, I was like, oh, let's make this. Let's see what happens. And, yeah, the whole, like, I don't know, Metropolis Finest is, I think, what I called. I should not be saying this on the podcast. I'm fucked. <laughs> oh, no. They're like, nah, Metropolis nah. Finest, new series out. Like, damn it! <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like, it, I, I don't. I think that'd be cool to me. That's something like they kind of experimented with it in the recent Superman comics, where they're like talking about the fire department and stuff in there. What well, was like when they mm-hmm. introduced the fire fireman captain with her? But yeah. I think like Metropolis PD is almost worse than Gotham PD because you have a lot more. I don't. I do. What do you What do you think? Yay or nay on that? People say yay. People say nay. But I think Metropolis is almost worse because they have alien invasions. And people with powers running amok, other than like you know no, crime I, lords and shit. I, I mean, I think it's a cool idea. Like you know, I, I think one of the things that I really liked about um, uh, Brian Bendis's run on um, on Superman was like he kind of introduced the idea that there was this whole kind of criminal underground in Metropolis yeah. that like that had to do all all their business without speaking because like <laughs> if you if you said out loud like. I'm going to do a drug deal on, you know, on the corner of, you know, 101st street and, 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 and whatever Superman might hear you and he's going to come and he's going to mess it mm-hmm. up. You know? And they couldn't so say the word Superman. Kind of, they knew. Yeah. It, he's listening. It's like, he's like Santa Claus. Like he knows everything <laughs> that's going on. What's, what's, so it's like, I think Superman? it's really interesting. Like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, like, sorry, I was gonna say oh, like a Superman. I'm oh, sorry, the power of Skype. We're interlocked every now and then. But I was gonna say, is Superman like the embodiment of the NSA? Is what Venice was going for? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, but it's like an interesting question. Like, 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 how do you, how do you, you know, how do you do crime under Superman's nose? Yeah. And then it's like, and then if you're a cop, how do you, how do you stop? criminals that are smart enough to do crime under superman's nose so i think it's a yeah, you know, great or, idea for a series or they absorb bullets <laughs> you know like what, right what do you yeah. do then and they're like oh what happened oh uh yeah. we lost three not to mention not oh. yeah not to mention alien invasions and stuff like yeah. that it's like you know what happens when like uh you know superman's on like uh on mars like you know fighting somebody and uh yeah that's when the aliens decide to invade Metropolis or you know, like you like got somebody's got to like, deal with it. Yeah. Or you even got like CD listers who are they're like, well, what happened yeah. last night? Oh, we lost the three cops. Like I said, the last week. Why? Oh, parasite went amok. Oh shit. <laughs> like, yeah. The, as yeah. soon as they say, yeah, parasite, they're like, Oh, how many did we lose this time? Because it's like, well, yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, the pricks at star labs and the feds, they took over the whole thing from us, but we're the real uh-huh. heroes. It's like, Oh shit. Like, you know, it could work. It could really DC. Come on. We, you know what? Hire us both. We give you ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Rich has done Superman yeah. before. He's the way. Right. Oh, oh. If this, listen, I'll I'll send you if, like I'll send no words if this ever happens and be like, look what has <laughs> happened, and I'll just send you the promo, <laughs> the promo artwork and it like and it's like some other dude or, or a woman's on it and it's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah. It happens. I mean, it happens. You know, it's happened to me a couple of times. Not with like Superman stuff, but it's like it's happened where like I've had like an idea in my head, and then like you kind of open up 
like a news site and they announced a new comic series and it's like oh okay well that was the idea it's, i think it's like kind of a whole like armageddon deep impact kind of thing it's like you know we're kind yeah. of like we're all kind of like drawing from like a lot of similar things so it's like you know similarities and ideas are going to happen but but then does it tie into the mandela effect who knows <laughs> that's a whole other thing yeah you never know i don't know oh. yeah man now I want you to write Sabretooth, though. Out of this whole podcast, I really want you to write Sabretooth is what I'm I'm figuring out. Richard? Did I lose you, good man? I think I might have... Hold on, let me... Wait, oh. I, I can hear you. Let me, okay, I can hear you. I can bit. hear you. Okay. Okay weird that was really weird maybe it's because i'm outside i don't know oh no i was just gonna say like yeah i I would love to write saber tooth too like you know like i have it all planned out in my head so give me a call yeah no shit (laughs) no shit (laughs) if out of all this you know anybody listening out there has not realized like these guys got good ideas i don't know what to tell you (laughs) (laughs) this like i don't know what to tell you at all here i really don't um, well, speaking of stuff, though, that you've been doing, because we're coming near the end of the show, because I don't want to take too much of your time today. Uh, what Do you have anything coming out, though, that you want to promote, though, Richard? Uh, yeah, actually, I have a book coming out. Uh, it's going to be coming out to, on Kickstarter. I think we're launching Ooh. tomorrow, actually. Oh, shit. Uh, it's called. Ha- yeah. Yeah. Weird timing. Uh, it's called Happy Hill. Um, it's a kind of horror comedy like story i'm doing with uh with joe mulvey who i did you know did welling blade with uh we're having a lot of fun with it basically the premise is it's like uh i guess like we've been describing it as like kind of willy wonka meets the shining it's like uh, (laughs) it's basically like it's basically like this this uh resort in the catskills that that people go to and uh not everybody comes back from uh and it's like it's just this like wild, crazy, crazy place where like, you know, not everything is what it seems. Uh, and we've had, we've had, I've been having like a really great time working with Joe on it. Um, it's cause we're, we're co-writing it and he's drawing it. So he's been like, you know, we like kicking a lot of fun ideas back and forth. So, uh, it's really cool. It's called happy Hill. Happy Hill. And if okay. you go to, yeah. Um, and I think if you if you look it up on Kickstarter, you could sign up to know when it's going to launch, or you go go check it out. Um, you can check it out on on my Twitter, um, Rduek. I'll be like posting the link and everything like that. So this works because this podcast episode yeah. comes out. I'm dating the show, but uh, dating the episode, I should say. But this actually comes out tomorrow too. So everyone listening oh, on Monday, yeah, everyone. Well, yeah, because it's Sunday, right? Oh, I hope so. Otherwise, yep. I'm in trouble at work. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it comes out Monday. Oh, I'd be so so much trouble. Uh, so it comes out Monday. So everyone listening to the podcast on the release date, which is a lot of people will really listen to it on Monday. Go check it out on Kickstarter. Yeah, and I'm gonna have. I do have other stuff coming out, like probably like later this year into next year, but unfortunately, nothing I could talk about. So oh, it's but it'll be power. cool. So stay tuned. It's hey. it's yeah. Hate to be vague, but you know. There's like NDAs in place and stuff oh, like that. So gotta, it's the yeah. bane of our existence as, as creators yeah. of NDAs. It really is. Yeah. Oh, and then also, but it's really cool. Yeah. Like I'm happy to yeah. come back and talk about it when it gets announced. So you know, we'll, that's true. We'll do that. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like, you know, I gotta admit though, not NDAs, but it's the stuff you can never like do pictures taken and like stories like i think one day i'll do an episode where i talk about like experiences at the animal hospital because there's shit Mm -hmm. i can't talk about because of the same reason and Mm -hmm. i'm like man i'm under double scrutiny when i was doing film like crazy too it would people like what are you doing i'm like well they're like you do so much with film comics animals like yeah i do i do what can you talk about oh jack shit why Mm -hmm. (laughs) welcome to contracts and every single little thing you do yep oh god but you know what? They're good. But once it really, you know, I, I appreciate it because then stuff doesn't get leaked too early and it's a whole catastrophe when it does. Ugh. Yeah. No, I understand. And like, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like it's a good problem to have 
because I'm still working on the stuff. So exactly, you know, I don't want to don't want to trade that away. But like I said, you know, just like when when the time's right, I'm happy to talk about everything. But keep an eye out for my name because you're going to be seeing it in a few places. Where can people find you at on social media, though? Um, You can I'm on both Twitter and Instagram at Arduek. R-D-O-U-E-K. I have to spell it out for everybody because it's a weird (laughs) last name, but it's mine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm most, most active on Twitter. Um, but I also have a newsletter that you can subscribe. Uh, if you go to rduec.com, you'll see a little tab that says newsletter you there. Um, I don't, I don't like do it weekly because I kind of feel like I don't want to like kind of bombard people. So I try to do mm. it like, you know, once or twice a month, you know, like if I have special news, stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, that's another way to, uh, you know, keep, keep, keep up with like what I'm, what I'm working on. Um, mm. and it's also like, you know, a little, you can get a little more in depth than you can like with been like, uh, on Twitter and stuff like that since, uh, you know, I can like write like long stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, you know, I try to keep it like, I talk about my stuff. I try to talk a little bit about like, like writing and freelancing and stuff like that. And so, yeah. Um, anyone wants to sign up? at good shit man good shit well Richard I do want to say is thank you for coming on the show man it's been a blast yeah man thanks for having me I had a great time of course and I've yeah. like I know you're doing a lot of your uh, own work too and whatnot right now comics like if you ever want to come back like invitations open awesome man yeah love to and yeah hit me up anytime sweet Sweet. All righty. Well, you have a good one, Richard. Okay, I'll send you an email when everything comes out. When it comes out tomorrow, but yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know. Like, and yeah, tag me or whatever it is, and I'll uh, I'll let my folks know too. So. Sweet, sweet. Thank you, Richard. You rock it, man. Yeah, man. Great time. Right. Thanks. Take Peace. care. All right. Bye.